B2B Football Podcast. A friendly podcast chit chat about Everton football. Hello folks and welcome. Uh, I'm James. And Danny, how's it going folks? And we're going to jump straight into the action with the front, like some of the frontline news. Uh, Kylian Mappe we'll start off with. Um, so Real Madrid put a bid in, 160 million euro. Um, PSG kindly um, declined that offer, saying it's it's way undervalued. Now, I do know the, and we probably all do, that they bought him for 167 million in 2017, and obviously they don't want to <laughs> undersell him. Uh, I know the economy and the epidemic that happened, you know, blah blah blah, but. He is older, he is stronger, he is better as a footballer, and definitely worth more than 160 million. Do you agree with that, Danny, or uh, that offer? Well, I, I wouldn't agree with the offer, like, as in him, go, he should go to Real Madrid, because the fact is, less than what you went to PSG doesn't sound right. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, Real Madrid is, like, his all-dream like team to go to. But at the same time, like I was just thinking there uh, before we started this, that who knows he could even stay at PSG. But at the oh, same well. time, uh, if it's a dream club for Real Madrid, he could move. Money does talk. Well, there's a bit of a question of itself. Um, so they want more than 160 million. I could imagine that being around 200 million euros. Um, uh, I I don't know what I would price them up to be fair. Um, the question comes into play is, would Real Madrid be able to pay for that? And mm-hmm. PSG did say, if if what they value um, uh, Kilimapi at, they would let him go. That's the main, so, it's just all about a, a how much PSG. Does Real have? It's all about that there, but also a, if, the, if PSG want to release him, because they're going to want a lot of money for him, so they are. But well, he he could wait off twelve months, less than twelve months, and then go out on a free, a free. Ah, uh, they're not gonna. No way, they're not gonna want to like release him on a free. Not a chance. It's Mbappe. You're like he's gonna get a uh, pressure and pressure each and every season. Because in my opinion, he could uh, just go on ahead whatever club he goes there. He's gonna make the club that he goes there or stay with or whatever. Well, it's like essential. That, that's where, <clears throat> that's where PSG are sit, sitting there going. Okay, he hasn't he hasn't signed a new contract, um, mm-hmm. possibly not going to, which means he goes out in the free. So do we sell him now and get money on him? Oh yeah, that, that's the mean. If they if they don't do that, there like no way. It's it's a bit of, a bit of a bad predicament for them to be in because he could just argue the fact that he just wants to leave and that's simple as he just wants to talk to his agent and get out of there, and then PSD will have no other choice but to sell him for money because if you have a player like out there and uh, yeah, they bought him for a uh, hundred sixty-seven million euros. You were saying, and they, they're not going to get as much. But if you've got a player out there, <clears throat> you're going to want to sell him for at, at least something, not for free anyway, not a chance for free. That's that's a, that's not a waste, but it's a, a blow to your squad because of how good of a young player he is. Well, um, I don't know if it'd be so much a a, a blow because um, Juventus. Um, player uh, Rolando, he's he's contracts up next year too. Um, I think they're looking for just twenty seven million for him. I think 
So if if Killer Mappy does go, if they do sell him for I know, say two hundred million, and uh, they will just bring him in and him and Messi playing with each other, like the whole world has spoken about. That oh yeah, yeah. It's over. What that would do for PSG. See, the thing is, uh, what I found out earlier when I was reading about that whole situation with Ronaldo uh, potentially uh, leaving Juventus uh, for only about 20 something million, <laughs> the only th- thing about that is it, it could say have up to like uh, three to five years at most, but in my opinion, it's the reason I'm saying it's gonna be a big blow to PSG. Like if like if Mbappe leaves, because no matter who Mbappe goes there, he's gonna make that club a uh, go and score even more goals and be higher in the leagues wherever they are. But a uh, yes, you could have Ronaldo and Messi on the same team, which as you said, a lot of people around the world have been talking about. Like that's that's never happened in years for either of them. But a uh, thing is, Ronaldo he is quite a bit older than Mbappe. He's nearly thirty-five. So he is, and he would. He like. Don't get me wrong, Ronaldo. Don't you know? Not me. People don't be thinking. Don't be slating me about this. But we all know how good Ronaldo is. He's one of the best players on the planet Earth, as as well as Messi. But at the same time, he's not gonna like be playing football for too much longer. But it will be exciting as uh, anything to see him and Messi playing on the same pitch. But also, uh, I will just tip this in. Even though Mbappe could end up going to Real Madrid. <clears throat> I hope not, and I really would love to see him like have a stepping stone before Madrid at Liverpool. That's what I think, anyway. I, I, well, there's the case of do Real Madrid have that money? Are they willing to pay just for for this podcast sake or the video? Uh, Two hundred million euro for Kilimapi, and it's it's a tough one because they do have a cap. They were. I believe 300 million in debt mm-hmm. and they offloaded some of the players that have made some breathing room but I don't know if it's not going to be as good as a squad as like the PSG's if Ronaldo goes to PSG and like even if Mbappe's there like I'm not being disrespectful to Mbappe unbelievable world class player but at the same time yeah. like Real Madrid's squad is not great anymore like they lost Ferran, Sergio Ramos and years ago Ronaldo like yeah. no way, it's, it's not nowhere. Like, yeah, you could say like years ago Ronaldo went there and he made that team. Like it was a made around him in a sense. But that is that the last time actually uh, they won the championship. Uh, sorry, the Champions League. I don't really. I'm not too sure about that, but you could possibly be right. But uh, at the same time, uh, we are like. Yes, Mbappe has the potential to be one of the best players on the planet Earth after the likes of Ronaldo and Messi like retire. That's an obvious one to every football fan that knows and watches football. But at the same time, uh, he's not right now there. And he has still got quite a lot of years ago. He's only, what is he, 22 years ago? He's 23? Mbappe? Uh, who? Mbappe? He's 22. 22, and, that's uh, a long sorry. way to go. Are oh, you fine? It's a long well, way to go. Well... Real Madrid won it in 2017-18. Uh, I forgot they were against oh. us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's just forget about that one. But yeah, uh, Mbappe, he's he's a young pup yet, so he's a long way to go. Even though I, I like I said, I can't see him in like a good lucky years being up there with the boys like uh, at Ronaldo and all standards, because 
Yes, people would say, oh, well, Ronaldo was really, really much better back in his days at United. But Ronaldo didn't win as much trophies at Manchester United than he did at Real Madrid. And yeah, whenever, true. whenever uh, Ronaldo, if he does go, he's not there quite yet. But if he does go to a uh, PSG, because don't forget, uh, fans out there and listening, uh, Manchester City have a, a wee eye on him as well. So think about do that. Think, do you think Real Madrid um, squad as it is, like if you play their strongest eleven and they're always available and always fit? Do you think they could win the Champions League, considering who's all in it? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think they could get uh, in the I definite so, uh, top six, like the last, the group stage of sixteen, whatever it is. But the reason Should why they that stage. They, well, see what the draws are. I don't think they could get to the last eight or whatever it is, because uh, there's one thing like they pretty good slid that last year was the fact that how easily we got beat by them. Like, don't get me wrong, it wasn't very easy like, going, but at the same time, it, it just wasn't the same because, number one, you put the Liverpool squad that we have nowadays against the Real Madrid squad, and I guarantee you would absolutely destroy them on the pitch. No doubt about it, my mind. We'd probably win, a, I'd say, the guts of about 4 2, 3 1 or something like that. Like, don't get me wrong, Real Madrid have goals in them, but uh, they don't have Mbappe yet, that is a goal machine, so I'd say Liverpool, would, with Van Dyke and Joe Mata back, they'll not let much past them. Definitely not. Like, don't get me wrong, you've got uh, Benzema at Real Madrid, but at the same time, he's going to have a very hard time, so he would, against the likes of him, uh, Mbappe, at, of the likes of Van Dijk and uh, Matip. My opinion, I know. Uh, um, if, if, right, let's just say you, if you were uh, Kilimepe, and you're in his, his shoes, yeah. and we'll just go with, if Real Madrid is your club, we'll just go with that, yeah. and Liverpool's to Liverpool. If you're looking at their starting eleven, and and you know you want silverware and all that, mm-hmm. and you want the competition. I mean, that's what he said, right? Yeah. He said he wants competition. Where would you go? Well, uh, Real Madrid or Kylian Mbappe's like dream team. So I'd say I'd want to go there, to be honest, because that's where I've always wanted to play. But uh, I'll just put all this for you, uh, I'm a Liverpool fan, as you know, and as everybody else that has watched this and uh, listened to this knows, I'd love to see him uh, have a wee go with Liverpool first and then uh, afterwards, because he'd be more mature. I think he'd be more mature because a lot of pressure like going to the likes of uh, Real Madrid straight away, in my opinion, and Real Madrid have not got a better squad than Liverpool. That's, uh, that's, that's my opinion on the fact, I think, anyway. But, uh, I, I uh, agree with that. But at the same time... As it uh, stands now, if he goes there, that's a different story, perhaps. Yeah, but. I would not like to see him going there, but I'd say it's, it's probably more of a potential him going to Real Madrid because of them well, like, he, being his does, uh, dream team. He does have a third option, and that is stay at PSG. Uh, he's clearly not happy there. We, we like I don't know why. You probably, yeah, I'm almost guaranteed that you don't know why. Um, only he and what he... Um, the PSG staff know what's really going on. I mean, he's got Messi there now. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got, the team's so strong. Why does he want to leave so badly? And like people saying, because he doesn't want to be the shadow of Messi. I was about to say that. I don't think it's that. He's wanted to go before even Messi came here. So I'm thinking, some something's going behind the curtains. You know, well, I mean, as well, 
PSG's if they keep going on the way they are now, they're going to be the biggest club in Europe. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. You know, but um, that, that's the thing as well. Like maybe see the people, as you said, uh, have been saying that Mbappe won't want to go because he doesn't want to be the shadow of Lionel Messi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evans has to, has to think of the part where you know who else could be potentially going there: Cristiano Ronaldo. So, uh, yeah, Im- well, I, I, imagine this: Ronaldo, Messi. Neymar and Mbappe. Yeah, what do you that play, would be nuts. But that's another reason why I, like, uh, I doubt he could stay. It's a, it's a very big doubt that him staying because he's got two of the like best players in the world playing with. And yes, him and Neymar is like two of the players upcoming to be that, yeah. in my opinion. But like Neymar and Messi have already played before and Mbappe has not played with Messi at all yet so it'll be a very interesting one if he did stay but I can't see it can't well see it. in my head the scenario is if Kylian Mbappe goes uh, like if they sell him tomorrow um, like PSG get on the phone Juventus 27 million no bother we oh buy yeah they're good <laughs> you know, easy money like, yeah that's the only that's what I would see that's happening. Um, Add a wee bit more on top of Ronaldo's, uh, you know, uh, money clause thing, just to make sure he does go. He, that's what they could end yeah. doing, because they got like 167 million to their name from uh, Mbappe. He never said he wanted to leave, which mm-hmm. is a, a optimistic view for Juventus. But he also hasn't signed the contract yet, yeah. and I don't know if they want to give it to him. He is, he is getting older. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's the reason why he wants to go and have a move to PSG because he knows he's getting older and older. Well, not older and older because he still looks fucking young, but he's he's still playing unbelievable football and he's thinking, actually, why not? Why don't they just like you know, uh, go to another club that has got like the second best player in the world? Because just imagine that. That's what he'd be thinking. <laughs> Kobe thinking. Um, I, th- I think we should go on to. It's not. It's it's. It's recently new, but uh, Harry Kane to stay at Spurs. Yeah. Now, what does right? So first of all, this is this is very good for Spurs because they were going to be left without a striker, a proper striker. Um, yeah, you could say um, Son, but if he gets injured, who do you have really? Um, uh, another reason why it's very good is because if they did sell him. They're left with like the narrowest of windows to try and yes. buy someone else. Yeah, they haven't really left it, uh, you know, early enough. They've like, left it very, very late, unfortunately for very them. Very late, yeah. Um, and if, if Man City did, I mean, if they did give what Tottenham wanted a couple of days back, yeah, they would have got him. They would have got him, and Tottenham would have found a replacement or at least someone. Capable of filling um, Kane's shoes. No, uh, so this leaves me with Man City now. They don't have a, a like a you know okay they've Sterling, but last year he wasn't particularly good, and I don't think he was particularly good the year before that. Um, so they they needed someone. Now I'm going to throw this out there in a second, but just just give me your opinion. And if you're Man City and you're thinking, hey, that's how you came gone, now what? Well, I was about to say, like, I was about to interrupt you, like, a few, a few minutes ago. I'm glad I didn't. But, uh, 
you were saying about Sterling, uh, like being there, he's supposed to be like uh, in the talks enough to sign a new contract for City. But what I've seen is, uh, I think it was earlier on or yesterday, that Pep Guardiola has said that uh, if the if he can't get Gabriel Jesus to sign another contract, which I'd say he probably will eventually. They're probably just going to leave it till the very last like couple of minutes of the deadline. But uh, supposedly, if he doesn't, like it's supposed to happen that he may be going up for transfer. So if he goes, if he goes out in transfer, like they're not going to want to get him when him like give him free. But if he does go out in transfer, anyway, that leaves him in an even bigger dilemma. Who else can he get? Because number one, uh, as you said. They didn't get Harry Kane. He's staying at Spurs. And number two, eh, uh, like, like not gonna like they probably have a decent amount of money still. Man City, we all know that because of how much money they actually do have. But it's leaving it too late, as you've been saying as well. And it's the fact of who else can they get that is better than Harry Kane as a striker? Not much people, if you think about it. So, th- right. So this is what I was going to throw out there. Uh, Alien Holland. Um, there's a clause coming up where he'll, he can go uh, it was meant to be a wee bit uh, later on but apparently come September 1st he can be let out for 75 million euro and that'd right. be an even that'd be an even bigger buy for a say Man City dig at him because uh-huh. he's, he's way younger he's way younger you get him on the cheap and I yeah. honestly think you get them on the cheap. Okay, the Bundesliga isn't exactly the most competitive. Like, oh, uh, that doesn't really matter because he would he would skyrocket his price and skyrocket if he did go to City. He'd score so many goals. Um. So, so there, there's an option for Man City, but mm-hmm. they can't do it yet. But they could start talking to him on the first September, which is like in a lock of days from now. Holland, don't go. They're just using it for money. <laughs> But uh, the there is clubs. Oh, fans. <laughs> in, uh, there is certain clubs definitely interested, and if you can get them for seventy-five million, you're going to do it. Oh, he'd be, a bar- he'd be a definite bargain to get. So he'll be definitely a bargain. Yeah. So sixty-four million pound. I mean, you'd be mad not to try it. The only thing is, um, other like loads of clubs. Real Madrid, they mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be cheaper cheaper than buying Kilimape, who you may get in a free next year anyway. If I was that, that's what I'd be looking at. Uh, Man City, I'd be looking at it too. Uh, Man United, they don't Chelsea. really necessarily need. A, well, they've Lukaku at the minute, so they might. Be, oh, well, oh, I kind of forgot but, about him. My bad. But but still, for sixty four million, you'd be mad not to try it. Oh yeah, absolutely. All those teams would be going for it, and and. And uh, Robert Lewandowski, apparently he was offered to Man United, Man City, Liverpool, and a few other teams for ninety-four million. That, that, in my opinion, that is absolutely ridiculous. That price on him, uh-huh. ridiculous. That, uh, like, don't get me wrong, the man is a bit of a goal-scoring machine, but you know, if he can, he does that in the le- in the league, eh, or has done it in the leagues where, you know, it's not they're not the best league in the planet. Marked. They're not the Premier League. Easy defenses. Yeah, easy defenses. Like, don't get me wrong. People say easy defenses, but a uh, likes of a uh, Juventus, they're going the best defenses on the in the world. It was well. 
that's only because certain clubs didn't have certain players in the defence at certain seasons. So I'll leave that there. But Lewandowski, at most, in my opinion, he should go for around thirty-five to forty million. Not, not was it? You said ninety. Yeah, the 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 looking for ninety-four million pound. By the that way, that is that's outrageous. For a thirty-three-year-old, <laughs> Ronaldo's going for twenty-seven, which is in my head is definitely doable. But you get a couple more. You at least get three more. I don't know if you get three. Probably max of three more years out of him. And uh, he can still score, but I mean, he's, he hasn't even proved himself in a league like, um, you know, the Premiership, which is high intensity. Like, if he, if, say, if he went to Liverpool, I don't think you'd have 90 minutes in him. Well, well they, it, Jota's in the night, for, in the, night like, of the week. No, because the likes of Jota for Liverpool, like, he's already off and going in the league. I know, I'm just saying for. for uh, oh, yeah, 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 but that's what I mean. Like, Landers, I, will, I, will, I, and, uh, I can't really, so, can't really see it. Right, here's some um, stats from Lukaku, Ladowski, Holland, and Kane. Right? Oh. Who do you think scores the most goals? Kane. Then four. Uh, no, Kane's actually the bottom tier of it. Zero point seven four per game. Let me uh, guess. Da- Lewandowski. Uh, yes. Uh, Lukaku is 0.77 second is Haaland at 1.08 and uh, Lodonski is 1.23 that's because that man has scored many games where he's like scored like 3 or 4 goals and even 5 goals in one game when he came on as a sub the maniac yeah. um, assists who do you think leads that I, I think you'll get this oh one. assists huh I can't see Lewandowski with the assists uh, oh, wait a minute, sis. Now, this has actually got even tighter. Nah, it's only ah, one thing that comes to my head. Let's see. Holland? No, it's Kane. Oh, it's like Kane It's only because of the, hun- the whole sun thing, you know? Um, oh, yeah, I suppose. Like, oh, yeah, I sense. thought would have been high up, but he's 0.21. Now, they're all relatively close. Um, yeah. Then it's Haaland with 0.24, and then Lodowski with 0.26, and then Kane, obviously. What about goal-involvement? Sorry, say again? Goal-involvement. So things leading up to a goal. We can't really use Lukaku much here, because like he hasn't really been in the Premier League as, as much as like, he'd like to have been. Well, this is, this but, is for his time at... Um, uh, his his other club just before Chelsea. Oh, okay, 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 right. I get that. Hey, involvement. Hmm. I'd say it's going to be a game between Hurricane and Holland. Uh, this is a bit of a gap here. So, uh, last place is uh, Lukaku at 0.98. Right, I'll be third, third is Kane at 1.05. Oh, interesting. Holland was 0.32. And a oh. press of 1.49, which is basically a half. So one and a half uh, goal of moments for Lodowski. Now, total shots. I think there's a bit of a given almost. Oh, I told, yeah, total shots has to be Lodowski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it, it is close. It is close. I was thinking there. He was like, wait a minute. Uh, the man who's got the most goals has to be the one of those shots. No, no, not necessarily, because Kane is 0.74, and he has four 
0.00 on this. Um, he's he's second right behind him. Uh, third <laughs> is uh, Holland, and then fourth <clears throat> is Lukaku. Um, Holland has three point three seven, and Lukaku with three point one eight. What about shots on target? <laughs> uh, I'd say the same again, Lewandowski. Yeah. Uh, 2.33 Lodowski. Uh, um, behind him with 1.93 is Holland, Kane with 1.73, and Lukaku 1.55. I know, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking Lukaku's definitely probably the lesser of the four, considering that he's almost always last in all these stats. Oh, no, well, I wouldn't even say out there. It's just the fact that a uh, <clears throat> man, like, think of it this way. Hurricane, nobody liked the time he's been at uh, Tottenham for. A mm-hmm. uh, uh, Holland only recently started his career at a uh, Bruce Dortmund. Then you've got a. Uh, well, this is, this is only the last season, so this isn't considered. This isn't like. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Well, let's see. Mm. What about chances created? Oh. Uh. I'm gonna go special in Holland. Oof, no, he's actually in last with 1.09. Harry Kane or Lewandowski? Harry Kane in in third with 1.29. And Lewandowski with 1.36. And obviously that means Lukaku has most at 1.68. Oh, well, I should have realised that because Lukaku, don't get me wrong, Harry Kane and the rest of them, other boys can hold the ball up well, but Lukaku is probably strongest of a lot of them. Yeah, he's he's definitely the strong. Well, him and Holland, I'd say, but I'd say. Lukaku oh well, no, well, Lukaku, Lukaku with his feet. Yeah, he's he's more tactical with his feet, and he he's really really exceptionally good at holding play for players that come running behind, like in front of him, running behind him. Really good. He knows how to hold the players, big time, right. and that's where that poppy comes from. So, well, I definitely wouldn't pay ninety four million for. I mean, he's, he's no good. stats are fantastic. But he's on prison. He's only a few years left. Me. Not a yeah. chance. As I, I was about to say as well, whenever you're talking about a, the stats and all earlier, a number one, that amount of money. Think of it this way, and people they can even say in the comments about it too. Actually, people in the comments, a ninety. How much you said? Ninety-seven million. Uh, ninety-four. Ninety-four. Right? Ninety-four. Like, yeah. People in the comments, a put in the comments and say. If your man said it, you might do it. Obviously oh, if you man said you might do it, yeah. But, from but uh, yeah, but we're not talking about that there. But uh, I'll say this here: put in the comments and uh, think of what players you could still get instead of putting all that money towards one. Yes, yeah, uh, that could only be like out of a contract in like the next couple of years or whatever, and retiring soon enough too, probably. Sure you could probably get you probably get about three players out of that money or two at least. <laughs> uh, well, for the same price, you could get Holland. For cheaper. Actually, you know what? Mm. Just take your 94 minute, 94 million, pack it on to what you're paying for uh, what um, his release clause of 64 million is for Holland, and you'd you'd get a better value <laughs> for the years you'd have. You know, a time down. Know, how much is Holland million. going for again? You're saying? Holland on his release clause, he's yeah. obviously worth more than that, but his release clause is at 64 million. Sure, how you 70, you 75 euros. 75 million euros. <laughs> yes, you get it right. That's two players there that we're talking about. Get Holland with that money and Ronaldo. Boom. 
he's probably Mine's close enough. Yeah, close enough, yeah. Um, Maybe a bit off here, but... Get damn, damn to one club. Oh, one, one like young kid that's like potentially unbelievable. Is, like definitely a world class player in the future. And then you got one of the best in the world. What else could you ask for? Uh, did you know Kevin De Bruyne wanted to play for Liverpool, or was a Liverpool supporter? I think. Uh, I'm, oh, now you confused me because I was. Uh, well, either way, if he was a Liverpool supporter, like he, he probably wanted to play for them at the same time, because people that usually are supporters of a team wanted to play would want to play for them at some stage. I'd be happy if he came here, eh, honestly. Oh, <laughs> if he came here, Man City would not be in the position that they are in today. That's a fact. He saved their league, so I mean, like, uh, good luck of yours. Um, but then again, he is like um, one of the best players in the Premier League too. There, there is one option that Man City could probably. Like very affordably afford, um, and easily like right. So they're not the person's not a hundred percent proven, but his stats for what he's done so far is quite formidable. Um, is it? Now, I I th- I think I mentioned it before in another podcast. Are you going to tell him, Messi? No, 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 no. He's in the Premier no. League. Off now. Hmm. Go on. He's, he plays for the Bees. The Bees? Yeah. Oh. What club's the Bees? <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> Brentford. I didn't even know that, to be honest with you. Yeah, See, I, this is my first. This is my first time ever hearing of Brentford because it's the like it's the first time up in the Premier League, isn't it? Yeah, or whatever time. No, they've they've, they've been up here, but it's been a while. I think. I apologize, um, Brentford fans. This is, I don't have a clue. I've never seen these before. Heard of these before? I usually only concentrate in top four teams. So, but so yes, um, I believe I believe I've mentioned he was. I think he scored thirty plus goals in the Championship just before they got promoted. I remember you talking about this player, but I can't mind their name. Ivan Tony, I, I believe that's how you say it, Tony. The Tony or Tony. I remember, yeah, I remember you talking about that. I think it was on the other, like the last broadcast we were talking about. He's uh, young, isn't he? Yeah, he's twenty-five, which is relatively young for football. Yes, 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 yes. Now, he scored, I think, forty-four goals the season before that. Can't remember what that was. That might have been like League One. But the man knows how to score a goal. It sounds like it anyway. Big future. Um, he'd be considerably cheaper than buying Holland. He'd be, you'd probably give him, what, 30, 30 million? But he's not proven yet. Uh, he hasn't scored yet for Brentford. But who do they play next? Let me see. Because they're, they're just up. Um. What day? Uh, so the twenty eighth of August. so Arsenal Villa's next. So I could see him scoring in that go- that game. Also, they're doing a lot better than I thought they would have. So if if you wanted like if Liverpool even, I wouldn't say no to this because I think this could be worth a gamble on. Is that fellow? I Ivan Tony Tony. I'm trying to find out uh, here on the phone. A, the Liverpool and Chelsea game. T O N E Y. Why you look? Oh, 
Wait, just like just a of a what it's on because it's one day we like a promo there, but then uh, like I just said, no, no point in that because we really interrupt you what you're saying. But uh, yes, I do remember that there player you told me because remember the statue showed me uh, when it was up at yours the other week. So it was, but yeah, he's a very potential player, and I'd say I think that'll probably happen to him in the future, next five to six years or whatever. Probably could happen in less. Because uh, uh, the Premier League that he's in now, it'll mature him so much. When he starts scoring, that is, as you were saying a couple of minutes ago. But uh, that the Premier League, him being in it, that's going to mature him so, so much. Oh, yeah, that's what he really uh, Especially needs. when he starts scoring. And see, the thing about it is, uh, we all know what happens to a really good player when he starts scoring goals and start getting mature and older. The big clubs start calling. So who okay. knows? So in 2018-2020, that season's all screwed because of the COVID, mm-hmm. uh, he's playing for Peterborough United, 76 appearances, and he scored 40 goals. That's good. Then he went to Bradford in 2020-21, to 21, uh, scored uh, 31 goals in 46 appearances. Imagine him in the squad that has like like world class players in it, like that yeah, can set up so easily. If you went to Man City or you went to another club that has a great uh, play- facility, <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. This this kid could be worth a, a dime and then make you a million later on. That's oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he would make you a fortune. Definitely. If if he came good, that yeah. is. I think that's a steal and a half. I mean, he knows obviously. I mean. In 2018, he had 16 uh, appearances for Scanthorpe United on a loan. I think that's how you pronounce them. Uh, yeah, he scored eight goals. Yeah. So that, that's one in every two games he scores. Back he can, then, he can only, he he can only get way. better. Simple yeah. as. He can only, he can only get better. Imagine scoring uh, 31 goals in 46 appearances. It's ridiculous. Sure, Why Hurricane, has no Hurricane club not been, doing this? They're probably, they're probably looking at it and say, like, you know, a, they're big clubs. To be honest, like, I'm not disrespecting Brentford, eh, but yes, they're up high in the league at the minute. But at the same time, you know, they're not Liverpool, they're not Man City, they're not Manchester United, they're not Chelsea. They're not, so... The only thing that can happen to that man, a young man, will be that if he keeps on scoring flat out, especially in the Premier League that he's doing, he could probably end up getting loaned off because he might want a different like a bit of scenario around him. See the fun is. He's not too small. He's five ten too. That's that's what I mean. He's <clears throat> like a cat. I can't mind what he looks like to be honest with you, but I just mind the stats that you were showing me, and the stats give promise. Definitely give and promise. He could have it on a big team in the future. He's, he's English, so if you were one of the Premiership leagues, you would have no bother in putting him into your side. As were Liverpool now sh- uh, shipping off Shikiri, which means yeah, we have one more room. Leon. Yeah, yeah, we have a room for a foreign international to come in and take up that roster space because we only allowed 17. Um, if we let someone out, because he's going out, that means we can obviously buy someone. Which you could go Kilimapi, you could go Eden Holland, whatever you want. Here's a question yeah. for you. A uh, okay. one 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 podcast we were doing there. I was like, hey, basically, a uh, 
you could almost say wanting to lick up someone's uh, pooper. Uh, Jordan uh, Sanchez is it, or whatever you call his name, Sanchez, that a uh, New York club has been looking into. Uh, yeah. To be honest, uh, what I was saying that podcast, <laughs> I would like to retract in a sense because the fact is, uh, yes, the man is strong as an ox. Yes, the man is fast as well, but a uh, scene. I think I don't know if it's Tottenham that they were facing or whoever it was that a uh, Wolves are facing. If he plays Wolves, you know me. My head's kind of gone, but. Uh, he was one on one against the keeper, and the keeper said, "I think it was Tottenham because I think it was in the race, but he didn't score. And the, that that type of shot, when you get that much clean room from the defence against any keeper, you the best in the world. For example, one player I could name off uh, that is, in my opinion, one of the best in the world is uh, Mohamed Salah. I knew uh, Salah. I wanted to say Salah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> him. He he is one. He's missed his chances miss. though too." Yeah, oh yeah, he definitely has. Like, unfortunately for him, like he's yeah, yeah. missed like, chances that came like a crossbar post. But a funny thing, Salah will get uh, a good amount of goals this season. Uh, Except Manny will have to catch up. Um, I didn't, I didn't get to put down the tip for uh, last time, but uh, I said um, Manny was going to score last game, and he did. Uh, Salah wasn't going to score, which he almost did. But oh. uh, upside and there's a few chances. <laughs> but I mean, a good call in the long one anyway. Uh, and before that was obviously Jota was going to score first, which he did. He scored first now twice game, so I can't see yes. him doing it against Chelsea. I can see Salah maybe getting one back over his old club. Be interesting. Uh, I also don't think Jota might... You know what, we'll talk about that when we go into the start 11. Um, also, have you heard about Cade Gordon? I think that's how you pronounce it. K A I D E G O R D O N. I remember you were saying about him uh, one other week, but uh, I was watching a bit of a video on him there, and don't get me wrong, he looks skillfully good, good the ball on his feet. Uh, but at the same time, I do believe he needs a bit more beef on him. Yeah. Well, he's, he's not even 17 yet. Um, Liverpool um, paid uh, 3 million. For him, um, he they did see off interest from Man United, the likes of Man United. So, Man so United will have now, Yeah, for three mil. Oh, okay, that's interesting. That's that's some young star that's going to be playing soon. If I'd say, I'd say he probably gets st- in the starting eleven if he gets along well. Because the way he was playing, not as skillful as Coutinho. Don't get me wrong, but kind of reminds me of a youngster continue-wise. He's got plenty of time. Oh, he's got plenty of time. years before he gets Absolutely. I, I'd say when you hit 20, 22, that's when you, you're not eclipsed and you're definitely not in your um, prime, but that's you, a vast amount of your learning ability gone. Oh, yeah, you, you, yeah, you're, very, you, you're very mature at this stage. So you're... Yeah. Well, well not, not yet 17. Uh, he's a lot to learn. But he has loads of time to learn it. I'd say until he hits, uh, hits 22. And then you'd be deciding. I mean look at Harvey Elliott. He's not even anywhere neither. And you're like yes put him on the pitch. He can only learn. He can only get better. And it's the same as this club. He's, he's, he's had a fantastic game. So he did that last game. Against Burnley. Yeah. Uh, uh, Keith Gordon is drawing in tackles. Like uh, bloody um, Jack Greenish does. He's a lot, he's a lot to learn. But if he does do it, he's a wonder kid. Oh yeah, def- definitely. I could see him in the future at some point, unfortunately for Liverpool, getting loaned out just to, you know, get him more game time because 
Uh, like the only way you could probably get game time, yes, uh, under like 16s or whatever as you want to call it. But whenever he gets older, uh, yes, obviously players for Liverpool will leave and other players will come in. But if he gets in the start of Liverpool in the next coming years, he would be a very good potential. But I could just see him getting loaned off just to get him way more game time for a different club and then come back yeah. and then doing better business, having more goals as him. Um. You know what, talking about the Liverpool squad, I can't think, but um, like Javier is really getting out there, and I think Curtis Jones has been withdrawn quite a bit. I know he was injured. Um, awesome, massive blow for him. Like, I think how Javier Elliott has now really grown into the man he's going to be, and Curtis Jones is still in that teenage phase. That's how, that's how I'm saying it right now. Well, Harvey Elliott, the thing about Harvey Elliott is he's put a statement down for the position that he's in. Definitely yep. has in that last game. He's, he's put it down saying, I'm here to be recognised and here to be doing my best to push as hard as I can to get and to stay in this position yeah. on the pitch. And I know if I keep playing like that, I'm staying here. So, Did Curtis Jones, you better have something in your locker to keep up. Did you know that, Which I uh, think he will. Did you notice um, Harvey Elliott? Uh, I don't know if Curtis Jones, I, I can see him being loaned out because uh, it works so well for Harvey Elliott. Um, so why not? Um, well, there's only one thing about that is, say, say, for example, if Curtis Jones gets injured again, that could be uh, Elliott's position well and truly. But at the same time, if he does get injured, a uh, it's all about them to fighting, having the competitive, the competition to get that position, which we Sli- all slightly love. different position, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you notice Liverpool's tactics? The club had obviously formulated, especially for Harvey Elliott. No, I did not. No, right. So, do, do you remember Harvey Elliott was playing a lot of? Like, where did he receive the ball and whatnot? Do you remember? Uh, around centre midfield area. Not, not even. Uh, he seemed to be taking up Trent's um, positioning. And Trent was taking... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Go on, sorry. And he started taking the, the inner side of the... Like, cent- like, almost Kevin De Bruyne side. Mm-hmm. You know that, that centre-right half of the, off yeah, the pitch? Yeah. And uh, Elliot, like... If, if you remember um, Manny's goal, it comes from... From the back, it comes from, from starts from Elliot, and then no, 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 no. It goes far the back. It comes from the. You're right, but Van Dijk. Uh, I mean, comes from the back. Virgil Van Dijk over to Elliot. Mm-hmm. Elliot into um, uh, Trent, Trent, who knocks it on into Manny, who volleys it. Yeah, buying goal, smashes it home. Excellent goal, excellent play, and that's what Liverpool missed a lot of. And Virgil Van Dijk gives it. It's the uh, diagonal long ball. I I I put it this way, uh, people listening. I've a mate that I was telling there like uh, for months, and I mean months, that the reason why Liverpool's play hasn't been up to standard like before the season started is because they did not have certain players there. Like I would always go back and say, the season that we won the league, the likes of Salah and Mane were getting through balls, even Bobby Firmino at times. But now there's Minamino and there's Jata, so even more of a selection to pick from. But Whenever Matip and Virgil van Dijk were both not injured, 
they would just do a diagonal ball from one side of the pitch to another. That's that's what a usually Robertson and Trent used to do. But now I think the tactics you're talking about is that what I was saying was that uh, you had Van Dijk and Matip very close to the halfway line in the middle, and then you had the likes of a uh, Trent on the right, but he was probably about 15 uh, meters or whatever, a bit further past halfway line, like more of a an attacking defender you could say. And then you had Simicus uh, at the same, like over the, over the opposite side, but around the same type of line you could say. That's what I seen anyway. They were like the two. Uh, Left and right backs were like, way further well, pitch well, than usual, and it, you could just see Trent's confidence going completely mad the way he was able to push up and like assist a goal like that there to a uh, money. Well, uh, our full backs, um, they, they played the definitely at the start, but they had switched it, and I'm not sure exactly when they switched it, but they switched it up. Trent Moore went into the um, right of centre half. Give them balls in, which he's better at doing, I think. Um, and Elliot stuck out to the right, and that left Salah sort of out, out to the right too, but also pushing in into where he likes to be, which may, I mean, he still had loads of chances. Um, he's unlucky not to have scored, obviously. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's Nicholas what you wanted to talk about, was that offside. And, um, oh, yeah. Huh. Who else? Well... You're talking about like, uh, the fact of the three points of either end, like uh, Salah's offside, but then also for United, Fernandez offside. Yeah, Fernandez, yeah. Well, I'll put it this way. Uh, put in the comments what you think about this, folks. You look at the two lines, uh, that whole thing with the lines are like a tiny bit thicker and uh, some like arms and noses and toes are allowed to be, you know, accepted because of the benefit of the forward. Well, if that's the case, uh, there's a video I've seen on YouTube before this pro- this podcast that Fernandez's goal, he was more like a, about two feet offside. Not his back foot, not his straight on foot, but his first foot run towards the goalkeeper. His front foot run towards the goalkeeper is literally about two feet like uh, behind the defender. So it is before that ball's kicked. So that should be an offside all day. And yet again, Mohamed Salah's goal, that he's disallowed because... Oh, his forearm and hand and his toe and his hair is offside. In my opinion, that's ridiculous. Why Why should it be that Fernandez uh, gets his goal allowed but Salah doesn't? Are we going to go back to the whole type of situation where, you know, you need to get lucky because you get all these penalties, and but now it is the season, it's going to be allowed offsides that should not be allowed? Like, come on. People, give give your comments and tell what you think about that. Well, well what, what kind of mind effed me was uh, the lines didn't look any thicker and they said the lines were going to be thicker and then when I saw the lines for the Salah offside I'm like well there's not much in this and okay if the lines were thicker it'd probably still be offside for my that's my opinion but the lines looked the same they didn't look any thicker yeah to me like, I, like, <clears throat> and the way I love to say it is if the defensive line is thicker and then the attacker's line. So the attack line may be a little bit thinner. And uh, obviously the defender's line should be a bit more thicker. But just just so you can see that overlap. And if there's any error of doubt, then that's to call for. I don't think... Why why do both lines have to be thicker? If the red line's on top of the blue line, I mean, what happens then? I don't know. It's really screwy. I don't, well, I don't like it. 
taking that point there that you just said, uh, the lines are basically overlapping on top of each other or whatever. If you go back and look at the video clip on YouTube, you'll see that the lines aren't even really and truly really touching at all. The blue and the red line aren't even touching. So Aye, for Salah? That was, yeah, for Salah's yeah. Like a so he's offside. offside goal. Yeah, yeah they, they won't even touch I, I, Yeah, that, so he's offside. Oh, no, that, like, yeah, I know that there, but uh, my point is, like, as you said, if they were thicker lines, yeah. they would have been touching. And then again, I'd love to see what the lines would have been like for a well, no, no, if, if, that should have been offside. I, I believe if they were thicker, they wouldn't. Like, obviously, you, you couldn't make them too thicker because that would just be stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but if you did make them uh, a bit thicker, I don't think they would have touched. I, I, I do think there's... Yeah, I don't think you can be... I think if it's like half a foot, maybe you should be considering... When's the ball or, uh, kicked, or and then that's feet. when the day comes in. But <laughs> if it's if it's more than like a foot offline, then that's clearly offside, right? Absolutely, it yeah. should be anyway. But no, just bad refereeing decisions. I don't. I, as usual. From what I'm saying, it, it who is it Elliot that passes the ball into him? I think it is. When Elliot kicks that ball, or whoever it may be, they actually kind of. I think it's Trent. Oh, okay, whoever it is. Go on, go on, go on, sorry. If he, d- he, they actually kind of give him the, the doubt because there's a player in the way and you can't see him kicking the ball properly, so the ball isn't actually moving forwards. So they do kind of give him that slight advantage. And I do, I honestly do think he's offside. But there was a call earlier where the linesman had called it too early and Salah was completely onside. And I, I was with my father watching this and he's a Chelsea man, so... I mean, he's not well, going to say... Chelsea game with me, but uh, he, the Reliance man, I let, I'm loving that they're putting the flag up earlier, so no one's going to get really injured compared to last season. Yeah, um, yeah. There's so much stuff, like, Christ. Uh, if the flag went up, would have um, Virgil van Dijk got injured? Mm. But uh, that's when, when it's so tight, he should just keep the flag down. But when it's clear and obvious, stick that bad boy up. Well, there's one thing I will say. I will say corrected by saying you're right. I was thinking of the uh, Sadio Mane goal that uh, Trent tapped in them. It was Harvey Elliott that they uh, like tapped the ball for Salah and then was called offside. Yeah, Just want to add right. that in. No, uh, Wrong on that one. Just it was slightly in my head there, and, and then when you said Trent, I was thinking, no, no, I'm wrong here. I'm wrong here. I was, I was thinking, I was thinking of the wrong goal. Even though one goal was allowed, but the other goal should have been allowed. You know but just let's hope that just let's hope that doesn't really happen too often this year in the Premier League because if that's the case and the referees are saying give the benefit of the doubt to the forward, well, the question is, how many more forwards in the Premier League are gonna start getting goals like that? And I'm not just targeting Fernandez well, because I, I think for certain reasons we should we shouldn't burn any bridges now. We should just wait and see what happens in the next couple of games. Oh yeah, especially against this Chelsea game. Um, yeah, that that's going to be an uh, unbelievable game, I think. By the way, I I do love what um the club, the what club came up with, and that was moving uh Trent into kind of Kevin De Bruyne's kind of position because he can't play there, and he would love to be a midfielder. So I, I kind of see him fitting in there, and I give Elliot the out swing, which is kind of where he wants to be as well. He kind of like, he's kind of Salah's like, Ox, Elliot and Salah all kind of same you know play the same place so that's that's brilliant that's where um shakiri pretty much was gonna be sort of what i think you do you need to look up is uh, and it could be like start corrected here but hey 
was Trent years ago not playing like, as I yeah he used to, to do it for Bailey, yes yes that, that's right yeah that's the reason why I'm saying he can do it but oh, because okay, he has okay, this, this option now of doing that yeah defense is yeah, just yeah. like right Mark Mark Trent pushing Trent wait Trent is now here Elliot is over here Salah's over there it, it it's going to give headaches for um, teams which I'm loving. Um, oh, that's the thing. That's that's how much confidence players are going to have now that the, the big men are back. Yeah. But people, the other teams don't really understand. But we're going to make them understand this year. We've a we've a not catch up to do, but we have a league to do our best to win. And as Van Dijk said at the start of it, we're going for it. So let's look, let's look at some injuries. Um, Liverpool have three at the minute. Um, Miller's has a knock. He could be back. Don't know. It's still being assessed. Fifty percent. Um, everyone right now is 50% could come could go like Ox is just like because of personal reasons that's because he had the baby well he didn't have the baby <laughs> he's mistress had the baby <laughs> uh, James Miller obviously with his knock um, I, yeah, I'd, I'd imagine him being back and Ferber um, Tova Tova I can't I can't speak Tovavas I don't know much about him actually to be honest so it's it's He's not a starter, really. Um, we're against Chelsea, and Chelsea have two, I think, injuries. Uh, yeah, two injuries. Uh, Lufus Cheek and Christian Polzak, um, both ruled out, which is good news for us, but we're still up against yeah. Lukaku and Mount. And It's going to be a very good but... battle of Van Dijk, Matip and Lukaku. So it is, I could see, well, I could see the most is, I could see, to be honest, Lukaku definitely scoring one goal at least. Uh, I don't want any more than that, so you know. But at the same time, uh, I'd say the Jurgen Club will have to say something to like Van Dijk and Matip to say, right? You're up against a big boy here, so he's like, gonna have to be on your top A game. And I have a funny feeling they will be. This will be one game that's gonna it could define live the start of Liverpool's game of running. Cause Chelsea, the way they're playing, and if Lukaku back already kicking off his goals. They're not going to be easily stopped this year. But then again, at the same time, they are playing Liverpool, who That's have true. recently won the Premier League in the last few years. Don't get me wrong, Chelsea went win won the Champions League last year, but we didn't. We won it a few years back as well, so we technically won more than them. So they're going to be in for a major battle. going to be a very good game, that. Well, I, guess, I guess what we can talk about then is coming to the end of this is... Um, Who's going to be in the starting eleven against Chelsea? Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, I believe you. It's going to be Allison and Nets, right? Yeah, I could name the 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 five backs. Not well, not five defenders. I like guess <laughs> Allison. I'll just jump in straight away and say Matip, Van Dijk, Simicas, and Trent. That's he trying did. to go at the back. Matip did fantastic. Um. I, uh, Remember, Robertson isn't uh, isn't um, injured now. So who yeah, he, he may not be injured now, but uh, like if he if he does put in Robertson, fair play he does. But the question is, I know Robertson would like dying to get back onto the pitch, which I don't blame him, and everybody else knows that. But would you want to stop a do we roll Simicast is on? I think that'd be That's kind true. of him. I will. I will say you're going up against a stronger side now. However, Robson now doesn't have then much well. fitness. That's exactly another thing I was going to say. Too. So you have to wait that. Although, 
Robertson is just phenomenal anyway. Yeah. And he could fit right in. So Simicus or Robertson, you're going to go... Simicus. I'm going to go Simicus. So that's just so Robertson has a bit more time to get back. On the left, Virgil van Dijk, Meetup, and Trent. What about Gomez? He hasn't played uh, Gomez, Gomez would be most likely on the bench, I would say. I can see it happening too. Uh, the... The, car, uh, the partnership between Virgil van Dijk and Ring Tip recently has been fantastic. Also, he does know how to do those over the tall passes. Now, what, about- what was what was the thing I heard not too long ago about a Matip? Whenever he has been playing for a bit, it's something like they haven't really lost much games or something. I can't exactly mind what it is. Send the comments what it is, but I don't think he's lost definitely hurts. Oh, that's it. They have never. They have not lost at home since he's been playing for them. Something. Yeah. Um- so, and a certain amount of games. So now it goes into the midfield. Four three three obviously. Midfield a uh, hmm. Fabinho's fit to play, isn't he? Yes. Everyone everyone's pretty much good to go. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm gonna put in Jordan Henderson in midfield on the right. A uh, no, actually, hmm. I might put yeah, I'll put Jordan Henderson uh, in the CDM position, just so he has a free a uh, role in front of the four defenders and they even push up forward whenever he likes. Then I'm gonna put a uh, Naby Keita back in there because he played very well in the last game. Oh. Uh, he's gonna be on the left, and then I'm gonna put in a. Uh, this is the tricky part because <laughs> uh, you've got Fabinho there, you've got uh, Harvey Elliott there as well. Who played accident? Just for the fact of it being Chelsea and you know how good they are, I'm going to go Fabinho to be a bit well, more then... defensively attacking. Because don't get me wrong, I'm not saying bad towards Harvey Elliott here. But it could be a, a, another way of, if he does get on starting fair play because that could be a game for him to shine. With but at the same time, Fabinho, you know. So, go so on you, you you'd switch you put Henderson on the right then, wouldn't you? And Fab, in that in that um, uh, mid. Oh no no no! Defensive I, midfielder. Well, you could do that, but at the same time, I could see him putting uh, Henderson in that defensive part because he could sit back whenever Henderson's in that part. I think he was in that. Was he in that part the last game? I think he was. He's a defensive uh, midfielder. He was. In, uh... That's that's because there was no fab. Hmm. Okay. Uh, no, he, no, he came on the as a sub. He came on as a sub, though, Firmino. With a Firmino at the end of the day, not? I do remember. Um. So Gomez came off for Tiskma. Uh. Uh. Who do you call him? Simakas. Yeah. Simakas. Um. I just stayed on. Miller came off, right? Or Miller. Well, I know, I know that uh, Fabinho came on at some stage, but because uh, him and Fabinho both came on at the same time, the Brazilians. But uh, either way, if you have, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter in my opinion who you have in CDM, because it's midfield, and I'd say whoever does get played in that CDM position I, I, will have know, a bit you, of a free to, role. Like, he he normally goes in that position, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's his normal and position. Henderson will drop in and look after Trent when needs. Yeah. To. So that, that's exactly. that's the reason why I think you need him out in the right. Uh, well, yeah, let's put, put Henderson out in the right. But then again, ha- like I said, you've got Harvey Elliott. Yeah, and Henderson, 
Um, or sorry, not, uh, Fabinho being a tall lad, you want him in the centre of the pitch too to win them headers and whatnot. Um, yeah, go for a CDM, a Fabinho, and then hands down the right, and then Nabikita on the left. Oh, yeah. That's my midfield. Hold on a second. Uh, uh, let me let me just. I just want to check that up. Who um, what the what the lineup was was, and then who came on for who. So Jota came off. Obviously, um, uh, Roberto came on. Um, yeah, Bobby Firmino came on. Navy Keita came off. That's who it was. And Henderson uh. was playing was playing the center. DM there. And then um, obviously Huge Con came on. Yeah, yeah, he had like a free role to play in that one. No, Tiago, Tiago, um, Atalanta, or uh, yeah, came on. I hear probably come on at the end. So you will. Yeah, no, no, that's what happened. Tiago was on. <coughs> Naby came off, and uh, I can't even talk now. Naby came off, and Tiago took his place. Tismas ah. came off. Gomez went on, and Jota came off, and Firmino. Maybe you're thinking about the game before. Possibly. I just don't it remember. could be right. I mean, yeah. was there so much has been done like, in the first couple of weeks of the Premier League. It's crazy. Yes, <laughs> I remember now because in my head I'm like, I thought Fabino was injured. Fabino was injured. But I'm not sure if it was injury or something else. I think it was something else. It actually wasn't a proper injury. Seems that Trent got a wee tiny bit of a knock in the last game. So hopefully he's like, still definitely good. Oh yeah, Klopp um, uh, hasn't said, and he'll probably see something tomorrow or Friday. Oh, I hate when he does a Friday. Hopefully, hopefully he's all right because he was limping a bit, and I don't want to see that with the man. So, Manny. <coughs> yes, Manny Salah, and I'm gonna go with Jada. <sighs> see. Hmm. <laughs> see. Now. See what. Now imagine this, right? I so Naby was good. Fab instead of Henderson, and Elliot on the right side. That's just just possible. imagine this, right? Um, you don't have Jota. You've uh, Firmino in that position, and everyone else is the exact same. That could definitely happen, but. Like, <coughs> Jotter, Jotter has he has that ability think, to get in get the goals right the, the poacher right but mm-hmm. Firmino has that ability to move back drop in help the midfield win the balls in a high yeah, press yeah, which Jotter kind exactly. of lacks and has the great ability that Jotter doesn't have I'm thinking if the start off of that and the way Helliot was playing if Helliot is as if he's as worldly as he body was against Burnley, they could do a lot of damage here. Well, that's the thing as well. <clears throat> You're talking about a Firmino oh. and Jota. Oh, a, sorry, a three-four-three. Oh, hmm. I don't think Liverpool. Like, they could end up like going into certain like three-four-three yeah, yeah, like yeah. after got, like the second yeah, half. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, like, don't get me wrong. Like you got like. I'd say if it was three four three at the start, which I, I highly doubt it. It'd be like probably Van Dijk in the middle of the three of them, and then you got you got a Matip, and then probably a Trent. But then again, at the same time, I'd say it's the same thing. It's gonna be four three three. But I will say this here: the reason I'm saying you could end up being right with Firmino is because 
Number one, Jota has got his goals going up and going. And a one thing Jurgen Klopp likes and a lot of fans like is competition and competitiveness. So mm-hmm. uh, what could happen is, for example, go to your point about Firmino. Firmino could get playing. And say, for example, he does score two goals as well. That's two forwards you have that's got two goals uh, in two different games or whatever. Or say, well, Jota's scoring in two different games and uh, Firmino's scoring in one. So for, or hopefully, <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> but say, for example, that did happen, Firmino's scoring two. Uh, that means that, uh, as you said earlier, Jurgen Klopp's going to have a, a massive migraine to his name, in my opinion, of who and where he's going to play people because the amount of competitions going on. But also, there's the other point on the other side that if he does play Firmino, if Firmino does not do really... like Yes, he can, we all know, and as you know yourself, as much as me, he can be as creative as possible. He can like, set up plays so good, hold up plays, do back heels, this, that, the other. But at the same time, uh, he does. He hasn't been really scoring as much as he should be. So think of this one. If he doesn't score as much, that Jota's eyes will just light up and just say, for me, no, Bobby, come on, my son. If you don't start scoring, my friend, I'm going to have your position, which I don't really want to see, but at the same time I do, because uh, that could put Firmino down. And at the same time, that could end up, if Jota starts scoring way more goals and if he gets picked, because... Why would Jurgen Klopp not pick? Uh, the only reason why he probably wouldn't pick him is because the the relationship between Jurgen Klopp and uh, Firmino. But like I said before in another podcast, that relationship could get even better with uh, Jota and Klopp if Klopp sees him scoring lots of goals. But then again, I just hope uh, the competitiveness between Jota and Firmino starts scoring flat out. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll just shut up for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Go in circles. That's a lot of time. Um... Can I add anything on to that? Well, what could end up happening is if um, Chelsea take a good chunk of a lead fight first, you could put Manny, Jota, Salah and Firmino out, but Firmino plays more of a, a, a cam, uh, so he plays that centre kind like of Like a 4-2-3-1 type stuff? Yeah, which I think would be, uh, and, and maybe Elliot. So if you have Elliot on the side, bring him on. And I think you have then the firepower to get back at Chelsea. Cause Absolutely, yeah. I know what Chelsea going to do. after the, If they score two goals, they will sit back and park the bus. He's did it well, worse. Is, is it Anfield or is it a, a Stamford Bridge? Uh, it's, a, it's at Liverpool. It's at Anfield, yeah. I think Ooh. it's at Liverpool. Isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. If it's at Anfield, then see, that, that'd be a different story because... The crowd, was, I have a funny feeling that the fans, even though like they were just back that last game, I have a funny feeling that that crowd is going to be like that throughout the whole entire season. If louder. That's what I predict. Because don't forget, if fans have not been back at Anfield for over a year. So they're going to think themselves, we have every right to be as loud as we fucking want to be. So they're going to do it. They're going to, they're going to be just going uh, as loud as they want. I think that's the first time. Me hearing you curse on this cast. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my, my apologies, that's why I kind of said hello, but yeah, they're going to be as loud as they want to be, and they're going to make some noise when it comes to being back at the cop again. Oh, uh, it's going to be great to hear. If, if I had to put a bet in this, I would almost say Lukaku will score against us. I'm almost sure. Yeah, he's, yeah I'm, certain, I'm a bit certain as well, but at the same time... Uh, Go both sides. If he doesn't score, if he doesn't score... 
he could just probably hold the play for somebody else, support like ZH or something like that, because you're going to have to do a lot. Like He is strong, he is fast, he is good at striking the ball, but at the same time, you got likes of Van Dyke and Matip who are not slow should, and should who are not down, yeah. strong, who are not like weak. Yep, uh, I agree with you. But um, there's a lot, a lot to look forward to. Um, Lukaku is kind of my nightmares at the minute, not going to lie, but uh, hopefully we can outsee them and the crowd get behind Liverpool. Absolutely. Yeah. A uh, 12 fan. I do think Robertson will get go-ahead, though, I think. If he doesn't get a go-ahead of the start, he could end up coming on later on. The sub. Oh, I should, I'm pretty sure. Uh, you could do it that way, 60 minutes, and then he comes on, and he's yeah. going to quit fire anyway. I mean... And they get a, a resounding rece- a reception from the home crowd. One of the worldly... By the way, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say Jotter gets the golden boot this year. If he stays fit. Um, I hope to God he does. <laughs> <laughs> Not taking so anything away from Salah. I just think, he, I, uh, I, I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to be on fire this season. It's going it, to be great for Salah and Manning to be able to... Like, don't get me wrong, they're going to want to score goals too. But whenever they know they've got somebody else up there that can score goals, like... Like we can make out, I'm thinking right. If he can score goals and if he can get the balls in us as well, then happy days. And Let's do it. Salah, get rid of your your bloody um, agent because he's an arsehole. <laughs> he's not looking out for you. He's looking out for himself. Yeah. Right. Interesting himself in money. And sign for Liverpool. You clearly like it here. Just whatever they give you, just sign it. <laughs> we want you. Are you listening, Salah? <laughs> I wish. Um, so let's leave it there. I think uh, it's over an hour and like nine minutes. Yeah, we've got the majority of stuff onto the game on Saturday. Saturday. Let's go for this. I'll unfortunately miss it, but I will keep up to date with the news and everything else is going on. So from me, James, goodbye. And from me, Danny, everyone, take care and God bless.